I don't know why, but the phrase stare bear care just popped into my head. And now I've got a mental <laughs> image of a care bear with a picture of stairs on his belly. It's the one they call in when one of the care bears gets pregnant but doesn't want to keep it. My dad will kill me if I get an abortion. Don't worry. The stare bear is here. <laughs> oh, no. Stare bear care stare. Dun, 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 dun. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? Last month, we finished off HBO A Trial with Dwayne Johnson's pecs in Hobbs and Shaw. Now we're <laughs> kicking off our new month, Road Trip, and we're looking for movies about friends in planes, trains, automobiles, anything traveling cross-country. So, oh, yeah. Casey, you're getting us kicked off and setting the tone for the month. What did you make us watch today? This requires a Ric Flair woo. Two thousand and one's Crossroads, starring Dame Britney Spears. Yeah, I just fucking knighted her. Um, <laughs> Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, what's his fuck? Dan Aykroyd. That's Dan his Aykroyd. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dan Aykroyd and- is not starring in this. He's just <laughs> present for some reason. He's in the beginning and the end. All right, Casey. <laughs> before we go too far into Dan Aykroyd. We need to get an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. So, Casey, you decided to listen to your two best friends and hop in an old convertible with a man that you don't know to go cross-country. After you get out of the shower for the first night, you learn that the man is a known killer. In the 10 seconds before you decide to beat him to the murdering and likely wind up in jail, sell us on this movie. This, kids, was the world right before 9-11. This was the last <laughs> innocent thing. That's four seconds. How many? <laughs> four, because you spoke slowly. I just, like, it hurts. Just... This is what it was. And, like, after watching this and putting those two things together, like, I feel red, white, and blue coursing through my veins, and God damn it. I was going to enlist, but then I found out I'm not allowed to because I'm like, too soft and sassy. I, I'm just picturing the actual elevator pitch of an el- a writer and a producer in an elevator. And the writers is, yeah, it's a movie about the world before 9-11 starring Britney Spears. <laughs> yes, this is what it this is what it was. Things were more innocent back then. And then 9-11 happened in like new metal and just everything. Everything happens so fast. <laughs> 9-11 caused new metal? <laughs> new metal was my 9-11. We <laughs> had new metal pre-9-11. Yeah, it wouldn't have gotten as big, though. We could have avoided a Fred Durst. Before we get too far, let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Picture this cliché. Super hot, brilliant high school girl who spends all of her time studying and being a good kid and never parties. And this is Britney Spears. With her two best friends, Kit and Mimi, they head off on a road trip to fulfill their wishes. Things that they wished for when they were kids and then dug up on graduation night. Yeah, you know, there's nothing like rolling fate dice as a child to dictate your adulthood. 
The movie can tell it's losing us, so we cut to Britney Spears in her underwear. <laughs> Damn it, I'm back in. All right. All right. So she can't get laid just because it's got to be special. And no. fortunately, her friends that lure Britney into the road trip are tagging along with someone they believe is a murderer. Yeah, but he wasn't. So he's just being like, you know, cool and helping his stepsister, stepsister escape his abusive father. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing there. Brother, daddy's beating me. In the oh, bad way. Oh, this just took a turn. Right. They don't know that, though, Casey. Right. The point is the girls think he's a murderer and still catch a ride cross country with him. So while Kit and Mimi want to ride to California with him from Georgia, Brittany just needs a ride to Arizona. Yeah, that's because Brittany is trying to see her mom that abandoned her as a child. Her overbearing father told her not to, but she's sick of following rules and being good. At the first stop, Brittany and Ben, the potential murderer, get all cutesy until the murder plot sinks in. Because the movie wants a redemption arc so badly, we learn that Mimi wants to just see the ocean because she has a pregnancy that is the product of rape. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one got me. Didn't Left see, that field, was man. Your Shonda Rhimes is showing Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> Shonda Rhimes is showing. And their friend Kit just wants to see her fiance in L.A. Yeah, it it felt like watered down K drama. It turns out Kit's piece of shit fiance raped Mimi and has some other bitch laying up in his apartment when she shows up. Yo, but Kit drags Mimi with her, who then runs off falls down the stairs, and loses the fucking kid. Also worth mentioning that the rape baby is the B-plot. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a good B-plot rape baby, I guess. I don't know. I'm still recovering from the shock of that. I, I don't feel good. Me either. Brittany meets her mom in Arizona and her mom's new family, via pictures at least, uh, Britney's mom tells her that she gave her up, never wanted her, and says that Britney's dad basically forced her to have her instead of aborting her. Don't abort Britney, Kim Cattrall. All your sex in the city's catching up with you. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's going to catch on. Britney ends up losing her old V-card to Ben, and then her dad shows up to take them home until Britney says, No, Dad, I'm going to go kiss that man who is nearly 12 years my senior and perform for a record deal because I'm Britney fucking Spears. She didn't say the last part. She didn't part sound that. like that. Okay, she she didn't say that last part. But we get it, right? As the audience, because everything in between what we have just discussed was a goddamn music video, which I guess is appropriate given that it's MTV. Okay, <laughs> sorry. We're gonna talk music videos and date ourselves. Let's talk about the eye popping fashion in this movie. It's oh, a God. time capsule. Oh, okay, first of all. I do need to get another Jean Mini. I haven't had a Jean Mini in a long time, and it's a fucking look, and it's a look that I like, and I'm bringing it back. I mean, it is. It's a look. Yes, it's I a wouldn't look. say a good I don't one. care. I'm not gonna have as many like rhinestones ah. on it. There are a lot of fucking rhinestones. Like, this yeah. is the birthplace yeah. of like the Affliction T-shirt. This is like. <laughs> this is still in the nebulous stage of like over decorated t-shirts like so much so that they yes. kind of half hit a pregnancy in one because it's just like the shirt's so busy you can't even make it that far down someone's body they well they also had like a really bad fake little baby bump yeah. that 
just looked really awkward with that woman's body size. I couldn't size. tell if she was pregnant so or was, if she held her weight where I do at some points in the movie. Right. Where I was like, are you pregs or are you like, you've been drinking lately? When she first comes in and into the scene, I'm like, wait, is she pregnant or is there like, maybe she has a tumor or, right, or like it's she just, just like an awkward fitting shirt. <laughs> I've had that burrito. For sure. Right. She was just at Chipotle. I get it. I've been right. there. Yeah. You know what? I did get the chips and queso too, and I ate all of it, <laughs> and it was delicious. You know what? We also had a lot of wearing pajama pants in public, and I'm going to say that was also a precursor yeah. to yoga pants in public. You know what? You know what we also missed? Layering everything. Fucking layers. Mm, okay. I, I, I did enjoy the layering thing from this I, era. That was good. I liked it at the time. I wouldn't go back to wearing no, it. No, because I'm fatter now. I don't want more layers. It's just making me look larger. But back then, it was like, a, am going to wear three outfits at once. I can't figure out what to wear. I'll just fuck it. I'll wear it all. I'm going to wear it all. Okay. Okay, so I got a question for you because there's, there's some fashion that I'm a little bit torn on. So when the girls are in Louisiana, they perform at a bar. They, they do karaoke, right? And Brittany comes out wearing that little jean mini skirt and she's got like a t-shirt that's also cut into a v-top so it's basically showing her tits i don't i don't know how i feel about that because i have feelings for britney and so i'm willing to probably set most of my fashion thoughts aside for my thoughts about britney but maybe you can sort through the clothes a little bit better than what's your question I don't know. Was that a bad look, or am I if just? If I look a, like Britney, that's what I'd be jail. wearing to go get my fucking prescription at CVS. Like, <laughs> oops, I'm out okay. of drugs. Like, fuck yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Since you brought up that scene, I gotta rant about this for a minute because that pissed me off so goddamn much. So we start out with them in the back of the club, getting yeah. ready for their performance. And, you know, they're wearing their normal clothes. Brittany's got her, like, I'm on my way to Sunday school button up. And then Gamora, or whatever her character's name is, says, no, we got to look sexy. And I'm expecting that this means, okay, so Brittany's going to, like, you know, tie up the shirt and we're going to do the little transformation thing. No, they just change into completely different fucking clothes. <laughs> you set up a thing and then just did something else. Okay. <laughs> that's the hill you're going to die in because let me tell you, if they made enough money to stay in nice hotels all the way to fucking California, they didn't do it karaoke They did it fucking stripping. And that's yeah. like, oh yeah. Obviously <laughs> they had to change it because they're trying to give a, a certain image, but I'm like, no, no, no. Those girls definitely stripped, including the pregnant one, because there's someone for everyone out there and they Absolutely. can make money 100%. too. Yeah. Someone will pay the, for that. The premise of the scene is that they're competing in a karaoke contest where the bar patrons are shoving money in a tip jar to determine who yeah. wins and they get to keep the tip jar. Supposedly, their performance of I Love Rock and Roll is so good that bar patrons fill an entire, like, you know those Costco-sized barrels of oh, cheese God, puffs? Oh, I love cheese yeah. puffs. It's one of those just stuffed full of dollar bills. No, you didn't. No bar patron has ever contributed <laughs> money to any other human being's karaoke. Also, ever. No, that no, cover no. was not good. And I say that as a Britney fan. Um, it it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I Love uh, Rock and Roll is barely a good song yeah. to begin with. Barely. Uh, okay. I don't I don't know. It's it's it mm. I'm gonna challenge you on that, Dave. It's a good track. It's just played out a lot. So it, it gets worn a little bit more than it should. It's but a good I, track in the same way that KISS tracks are good tracks. Like I love it sounds, Kiss. 
Yeah, sure. It sounds good, <laughs> but when you actually listen to it, it's just, oh, this was just built in the lab, man. It's hey, it's listen, soul. I do want to rock and roll all night and party every day. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, those clothes came off to get that much money. Sure, absolutely. Sure, sure. I also just, I just want to be clear, like. If she would have taken her clothes off, I would have mailed her money in virtue of I'm, I'm fine with that. Are you kidding me? I nearly walked out on this podcast when Casey told me I can go to Las Vegas and get spanked by Britney Spears during one of her shows. Absolutely. On, I've yes. been trying Wait, to I can go- get spanked during bitch, the show. I was trying to get you girls to see Britney Spears with me, you motherfucker. Yes, you get spanked by Britney. Let's go now. What you are we doing? Rona. Well, Hold you on. can't. You can't right I'm- now because Corona. And I don't think she's performing anyways while she's going through this whole lawsuit yeah. thing with her dad. It's a lot. Her dad's ruining my whole life. Side note, on that scene, the guy that tries to, like, buttfuck Britney Spears while dancing is a famous choreographer in Let's Date Ourselves Even More. He's also danced backup for Britney. He married the lead singer of Dream. You're like, who's Dream, Casey? No way. Yeah, you know them. Oh, my he God. He loves me. Yeah. He loves you not. That song. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> Wow, that's a deep yeah. cut. Oh, this movie I hurts. love it. Yes. I, I just cracked my pelvis. So <laughs> that was like a deep root chakra love. Love it. Okay, so if that's not dated enough for you, what about Justin Long? Do you want to see some Justin Long? Jesus remember Christ. Remember he exists? Okay. Yeah, oh. I do remember Justin Long exists now. I Okay, Britney Spears in her underwear. That's a good bit of nostalgia. Showing me... Justin Long's surprisingly decent shape yes. in underwear. Not good yeah. nostalgia. Did yeah. not like that. Uh, I hated his style of underwear, okay. but no, he's like he's in like K-pop fitness right there. I was just like, okay. It was uncomfortable. I'm not okay with the Mac PC looking that cut, yeah, man. Yeah, guess what, though? She left so- him for a PC, and that was that 28-year-old with a car, not some fucking lab nerd, so. PC? I have two two problems with this scene. Okay, the first is that that they're trying to sell me that Britney Spears and Justin Long are two uber nerds, and they're both fucking smoking hot and in stupid good um, shape, which is not what nerds Justin look Long like. Justin Long is not okay? smoking hot. He's he's good from the neck down, but his fucking right, sure, face fine. You just ruins you brown it. bag him. That's not but a problem. Also, there were nerds in our school that were cut. My second beef with that is that 2001 is also the same year that Jeepers Creepers came out, right? And when I think Justin Long, I don't think Mac PC. I think Jeepers Creepers. And then I just get fucking creeped out because that movie creeped me the shit out. I've never out. seen it. All I can think about is like how my Android may have killed a man, but I'm still going to get in a car with it because I'll never have an iPhone because fuck that technology. <laughs> 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 it's fine. It's fine. I like the danger. What about Jesse, the heroin VJ? He's in it. Oh, Remember man. He's like hobo so he's, chic. He's just oh, in a background yeah. scene where he's talking to Gamora. Or I should say talking at Gamora. They're supposed to be having a conversation. But he's talking at her. She's facing in a totally different direction and not paying attention to any of his mouth or motions. And is doing something totally different. Okay, you know what? They, you may be saying that that was bad acting. It was not. I have 100% been in his shoes before. <laughs> Cut your losses. Move on, man. Okay, I've 100% been in her shoes before. 
where someone fucking spaced out on heroin is like talking about like spaceships and the government Illuminati lizards. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm going to just physically turn away from this and get into another conversation (laughs) because I'm very uncomfortable. (laughs) Good for her. All right. That's fair. I'm just going to say uh, the, the good nostalgia for me in this movie began and ended with the MTV Films logo at the start of the film. <laughs> uh, for me, it was the Britney in her underwear. That is the good and, and ended. No, see, that was my 15-year-old self liked that. My 35-year-old self felt a little gross with it. I, yes, I did too. But but my 15-year-old self was Yeah, all that, in. that line's never worked on Chris Hansen, so just have a cookie before <laughs> you go to jail. Well, I, since we brought up Brittany in her underwear, I do have to ask, uh, since I took a note of this while we were going, Casey, do teenage girls actually do the I'm going to karaoke in my underwear with a hairbrush or spoon microphone thing? Because I feel like I've seen this like 37 times in uh, movies. Does that like exist? Yes, but we usually don't have a microphone. Sometimes we have a microphone. Okay, Jay was talking shit about this movie, and a lot of the stuff is stuff we actually do. So I'm going to poo-poo. Oh, yeah. Like, after they get back from karaokeing, and they're, like, dancing around the room and getting drunk and stuff, and, like, that's a thing. We absolutely do that. Like, even at 30, we do that. Um, The singing really loud and, like, a car trip thing, 100%. 100%. It's not always like good, like what I was saying on sex. So usually it's like, meep, 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 and like singing really fucking <laughs> dumb shit. Case, the part that I really was confused about and I, I thought was fake was when they were they were getting drunk, I think, and they were giggling about like, have you seen a thing? Have you touched oh, 100%. one? Oh, 100%. Have you touched one? Eh. We just, I literally just had this conversation with someone about an uncircumcised dick less than a week ago. <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. This was, is. I was one? like, "Have you have you had one before?" And she's like, "No." And I was like, "Okay." She's like, "I'm doing some research first. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, know what you're getting into, so you're not just like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, you know. Yes, a hundred percent. What does research involve? Like, is she going to different men to like kind of ask questions, grope around a bit? No, just googling some stuff, watching oh. the porn, so she knows like how they operate. You know what I mean? You got to do research. Okay, I guess I for that scene in particular, it may have been realistic inside the context of the scene, but the movie itself had already spent a bunch of time. Well, the movie itself had already at the beginning had Gamora dunk on Britney for being a virgin, and obviously Uh Mimi's fucking pregnant. So why (laughs) now are the girls freaking out that like, ooh, the quiet girl saw a penis, tell us, tell... All all y'all have seen dicks, right? No, no, we still absolutely, that's how it's regarded. Like, oh shit, okay, like, we thought you were like completely virginal. Do not look, do not touch, don't ask, don't tell dicks, but you've, you've fooled around. How far have you gone? Yeah, 100%. All right. All right. Okay. I guess I guess it's accurate. I will say I was deeply uncomfortable watching teenage girls discuss dicks. So, if it makes you feel you know, better, one's like 18 yeah. and the other are 23. So. Still felt weird. I, good. Good. <laughs> good. You passed yeah, the test. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't still, feel good about it. Still felt You passed weird. the test. Uh, okay. 
I, I, a follow-up question then on the teenage girl thing, since we're on this now. Uh, when you're doing the, like, we're going to loudly sing along with the radio thing, are you just constantly laughing at yourselves throughout it? Because they laughed at every single line they sang every oh, single time. True. Like, it was the funniest thing in the fucking I world. I mean, if we're them. drunk, yes. If we're high, yes. If we're sober, <laughs> maybe. If you get three teenage girls in a car together, there's going to be giggling, Dave. But if you get three teenage girls in a car together, I'm calling 911. Yeah. <laughs> I am too. You're in the clear there. Okay, well, I know how many <laughs> your car seats, and I'm very uncomfortable right now. Um, but, you know, I'm going to say something. Taking a, taking a drop top on a road trip across, like, eight states, not fucking fun to keep the top down the whole time. Like, it's deafening. It's going to be deafening. Mm-mm. Yeah, also, nope. you're in the south, right? So, like, you're, and you're going through Georgia and Alabama and Louisiana, right? There's so bugs. many bugs. There's so much humidity oh, in some God. spots, right, where you just, like, are chewing through the air. I couldn't imagine that the entire Better time. Throw like, on some at some point, put the fucking top up and turn the air on. Seriously, uh, I drove cross-country last year during COVID, and I murdered so many goddamn bugs on my windscreen yeah. in that process. <laughs> Like, those girls were going to be picking mosquitoes out of their teeth for weeks after this film was also, over. Also, you can't hear shit. Your hair is going to be no. a fucking rat's nest. A rat's nest. Pensatucky, which is the girl from Orange is the New Black that's pregnant in this, like, at least she had the good oh. sense to have a headband on for most of it. She right. did get right. cornrows at one point, and I guess we'll forgive it. Yeah, it's 2001. Was... We didn't... Uh, you know, it was 2001. The economy was doing well. This is pre-9-11. Icarus was getting close to the sun, We man. are. We didn't know what we just, were doing. We're starting. The wings are starting to melt. <laughs> this is just <laughs> George so, Bush. I had cornrows in 2000. So <laughs> I just want to say, for a short period of time. Of course you did. Hashtag cancel, so, Jay. Cancel. Yeah, we, you probably should. You probably should. But so I get that. That was a fad. And we made decisions. I'm going to ask your dad for pictures. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. It's not a good look. It was not a good look. Oh, I can't imagine with your head shape. (laughs) I know. It's really bad. Oh, I looked awful. I'm going to text him right now. Oh, God. Okay. I was listening to Lit Biscuit with cornrows. That, that was a thing. 100% oh fucking checks out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. I I just lost so much respect for you. I don't blame you. I think you should lose all of your respect you ever had respect for him. Okay, let's f- fucking ro- rein it in from Jay's appropriation. I can't. Yeah. Let's, talk about, right. let's talk about the 28-year-old's car breaking down. Because <laughs> it breaks down on the yeah. side of a highway. And he's like, yeah, in BFE, Louisiana. Wink. And of course, it's a 1978 Buick Skylark, right? So it's got to be an old car. So the car breaks down and immediately Ben's like, it's a cracked head gasket. And Britney fucking Spears is like, "Mm, nope, it's the radiator because it's like leaking radiator fluid and her dad's a mechanic. Right. And he's like, stupid bitch. Like, he wasn't like that. But in his mind, he's like, I'm not having no woman (laughs) tell me nothing. And then they take it. Okay. Before they get it towed, Brittany is laying on the hood of the car 
in the middle of Louisiana summer in a crop top. No, you're not. All your flesh is left on that hood. All of it. <laughs> if there's a hot ass radiator and Louisiana sun, you have no skin left. 100% no skin left. What is happening? Why did that bother me so much? It's just. I don't know because I didn't even really remember. Oh, yeah. That. Immediately I was yeah, like, that- ow, ow, ow. That, that did not even register with me. You know what no. did bother me about this scene? Uh, that apparently getting the radiator replaced on his fucking Buick Skylark is only going to cost him about $350. Plus labor. Dear 2001, go fuck yourself. No, that was 350 total. No, yeah, she, she says, says plus, plus labor. labor. Yeah. Wow. It would have been did nice she, if you watched yeah, the movie. Yeah, she says 358 plus labor. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, fine. Dave's real upset about something that I'm, didn't even happen. I'm st- I'm I'm still upset about it because 350 <laughs> is dirt cheap for an old ass radiator like that man. Hey, listen, if she was smart about it, she would have went to the the junkyard and got a radiator and replaced it's not it. Her car, but, but his whole <clears throat> his, oh yeah, that's a good point. His whole head gasket thing is stupid because for one, the radiator is leaking on the ground. It's leaking green fluid right from the radiator, which anybody that knows even the fucking smidgen about engines would pretty quickly recognize that it's a radiator leak. And also, when radiators go, they tend to involve a, a lot of steam, a lot of white smoke, and, and head gaskets don't. Head gaskets and involve black smoke. And it smells like maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you know a little bit about engines, it should be fairly transparent what's going on. Okay, so the, the cost was $350 plus labor. They brought a total of a little over $400 on this trip. Realistically, how long do you think they'd be dead in real life? Like, at what point in the trip do you think they'd be dead? <laughs> well, they did make money in Louisiana. You know, how much, how many money do they make in their, their karaoke? Listen, it's 2001. You're in a rough spot in New Orleans. You would have been murdered for that bad Joan Jett cover on principle alone. You're yeah. in the music city Probably. capital of the world. You, they would have flogged oh, you. Th- this movie, this movie is a hundred percent a prequel to uh, what was that movie where uh, Samuel L. Jackson played a redneck who chained up oh, a white lady Black in his Snake house? Moan. Yeah, Black this Snake is a prequel Moan. to Black Snake Moan. One hundred percent. That car broke down. Ben, Mimi, and Zoe got buried in the desert, and Brittany has now chained up in Samuel Jackson's basement. Hashtag yep. free Brittany. Yeah, that's probably what actually. Happened. I never watched that movie. <laughs> Is he a good guy, a bad guy? I have no idea. I never watched the movie. I've just seen the trailer oh and I'm God, extrapolating from there. it so much and you've never watched it? Okay. If they weren't murdered for the cover, I'm going to say they would get fucking stabbed for when they're counting out their money on the bar. Also, they're having the pregnant woman count out all the money on the bar. Pregnant women are statistically way more likely to be victims of crimes because they're seen as vulnerable. Maybe don't leave the tiny pregnant woman with all the cash and have the big buff Hollister man count it out. Mm. No, okay. uh, within that scene, I'm actually okay with that because out of the four of them, m- the character Mimi is the one that I most believe is prepared to stab a bitch. She's a all bitch right. in this film. I like she gets where this a redemption-ish, but you know, I mean, she's under a lot of pressure. Her mom's a bitch, and she looks good. You know, go her mom. Uh, she does. But, Agreed. Yeah. She does knock out her cheating rapist boyfriend, so that's cool, too. Oh, yeah, she does. I mean, she doesn't uh, knock him out. She punches him, and he goes she down. Punches she punches him. She doesn't knock him out. 
And and that's a callback to to Mimi teaching Gamora how to throw punches. Yeah, I did love that they used the most stereotypical possible sound effect for when she punches him. Like I just, it's not the energy they were going for, but I cracked up at that shot. I wish they would have had like a a fucking Batman like bam on the screen when she did it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, they they're just gonna like let that go like. Are they going to DNA test the baby so they can prove that he was the rapist? Or am I going too far down the SVU rabbit hole? I it's I don't want to go. Okay, down all right, hole. we don't have to, <laughs> but just, I just like so. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's 2001. Right, so we're so, lucky he even got punched. You're and it right. happened four to eight months ago. Five. So. They said five. All right. Um, I do I, other things I don't want to go down the road of, but that I'm still reeling from this movie. The poor girl gets raped by the black girl's boyfriend. But obviously the important plot is the pretty white girl who's sad she didn't go to parties. Uh, yeah, that could have been You have me. a much better story, man. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. think they, I think they wanted to keep it light and not turn it into kids. So then why did you explain the story? You tell. How is that a B plot? You tell Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> Shonda, <laughs> sweetie, are you okay? No, clearly not. Clearly not. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Quick, yeah, quick aside, as long as we're bringing up random shit. So like. In the beginning of the movie, the girls all bury some shit in a box. And Gamora has some doll. I don't remember the significance of it. Who fucking cares? Bridal Britney. Bridal Britney? Or bridal. <laughs> bridal Bridal Barbie. Barbie. Okay, she wanted to get married. <laughs> Britney Spears had a locket of her mom. She wanted a mom. And so Pensatucky has a keychain that's the world in the box. And did anyone else hear Dio's voice from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure going, the world? And then, no, just me? Okay. That Fuck w- you guys. That would have been so much okay, better yeah. if this just would have turned into a fucking episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And then, like, Adventure. Britney Spears, like, unzips her <laughs> ear and a tongue comes out. I don't know. Fucking Japan's right. weird. No one else. It would no one make, else. It would make all did, the weird B not, plots make a whole lot more sense. At all. How the fuck was Dan Aykroyd gonna afford medical school as a mechanic? He'd been saving up money. You yeah, like how much is he overcharging people as a mechanic to send Brittany to double major through medical school? Here's how he's going to do it. I'm glad you asked that question. Dan Aykroyd made up a bunch of backstory about his character. True story. So so Pete, his character, was in the Navy, which is why he also made them put a fake Navy tattoo on his arm. And so he retired from the Navy, and he's got his Navy pension and his mechanic money that he's using to send her to school. So that's actually baked into the movie, thanks to Dan. We can research aliens in the Navy. (laughs) This is Okay, listen, I know I'm not supposed to talk about this, but Dan Aykroyd allegedly saw two men in black in a fucking car (laughs) when he was hanging out with Britney Spears once. And, like... Was it Will Smith? No, and, it was and Tommy the cryptids. Oh. The men in black, the tall, pale, <laughs> skinny guys that look like they're wearing like weird yeah. makeup and their facial features are drawn on and shit. And he was followed sure. by them. So That's very plausible. I think that could I be think true. Dan Aykroyd thinks it's true. 
<laughs> I think so too. Also, if you want to hear that interview, he does an interview with last podcast on the left, and it's fucking amazing. And honestly, if you love Dan Aykroyd, it's going to break your heart. So <laughs> I highly recommend. It's, it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's Didn't it make you listen to that? Speaks, yeah. You, you made both of us yes. listen to it. Yeah. He speaks with such certainty yes. that it's just <laughs> heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's not break our own hearts about Dan Aykroyd. And we got to get down to business. Real business. 2001's Crossroad. Dave, would you watch it again? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Absolutely not. No. I, uh, I, I'm not going to say no one should watch this, but they shouldn't. It's... <laughs> the fact of the matter is, this is a coming-of-age story for a teenage girl, and I'm a 35-year-old man. I was deeply <laughs> uncomfortable watching this film. Uh, I, I, I probably should have watched it when I came out. I probably should have. So you came out? All right. Yeah, Dave, you should have. I probably should have watched this when it came out just because of the fact that it contains Britney Spears in her underwear. Because uh-huh. coming back to it at 35 just for that feels gross. And uh-huh. I can't. Uh-huh. But it's a really bad movie. And this just gave me nostalgia of all the worst parts of my childhood. Um, I don't know what the fuck was going on with MTV in the early 2000s that they decided, hey, let's shift away from the music stuff and start telling weird soap opera drama stories. But they tried something and it just did not goddamn work. So no, I am not going to watch Crossroads again and I'm deleting this off of my server right the fuck now. Jay, you were a 16-year-old boy obsessed with Britney Spears' body when this came out, so uh, you got a little bit out of this. But coming back to it as a 35-year-old man, would you watch it again? So I, I think the worst part for me is that I feel like Crossroads attacked me personally. It was very <laughs> personal, right? Right. So, like, the music, for example, I I was in the... I was that no-pop guy. The Bye 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 sort of triggered me into that era, which I, and I love that track. There was Bowling for Soup performing, which I, I saw Bowling for Soup. Casey and I saw Bowling for Soup at Central. So that was that was a kind of a weird thing. Uh, Ben attacked me personally because I resonated with that guy and I'm really sad that I resonated with that guy. I loved Britney and and even the sets, right? When they're in the hospital, that's the Scrubs hospital set. I watched the shit out of Scrubs. That's why I knew that. Yeah, right? Oh my God, it's Sacred Heart. I know. So, so Scrubs, Scrubs came at me or so Crossroads came at me in a very intense personal way and it made me feel really uncomfortable and i feel weird as a 36 year old man looking at britney and reminding (laughs) myself of my 16 year old self and i don't know how to feel and so it was a terrible movie it was a terrible movie i might watch it again i might watch it again i was a train wreck and i don't know how i feel and i i might want to relive that again so i guess tentatively yes I might watch Crossroads again, and I didn't expect myself to say that. So, Casey, what about you? You did this to us. Crossroads, Britney Spears, would you watch it again? Fuck yes, I'm going to fucking watch <laughs> this again. Absolutely. fucking This was a gem. It was everything yeah, I oh, remembered yeah. pre-9-11. And honestly, I... I think I'm going to become obsessed with undoing 9-11. Now I got to figure out time travel because... We were going in such a better direction before all of that happened and the world got dark. So, yeah, follow me on my new podcast of how 9-11 broke Britney. Um, 
give to our Patreon so I can start figuring that out. But yeah, fuck yeah, I would absolutely watch this again. And that's our verdict. Two out of three of us would watch Crossroads again, starring Dame Britney Spears and scientist Dan Aykroyd. But you're going to kind of switch it up a little bit coming next week, keeping the road trip going. Toot toot! Gas us up. What are you bringing? Mm. Next week's road trip is going to involve Sylvester Stallone taking his son in his truck with him while he goes to professional arm wrestling contests in 1987's Over the Top. Oh, man. Quick question. (laughs) Did he get written express permission from his son's mother, or is this a, like, delightful kidnapping case unfolding in front Uh, of us? Parental kidnapping is the most common. So his mother falls fatally ill, which is part of the motivation for the road trip. We got a dead mom on our way. I have never actually I loved this movie as a kid. Well, we're just going to have to downshift for a moment and wait till next week. In the meantime, follow us on social media at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shitty cinema, or plain old shitty cinema.com. If you didn't catch all that, it's down in the description below. If you want to help us out, I don't know, maybe hop in a car with three of your friends and force them to listen to our podcast. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, dress a little sexy, and ruin a classic song together. Huh?